lazy. Three hours later, I finally get to the show. 5 p.m. Let's hear the theme song. Oh. Uh, uh, let's watch full length. Oh, wait, let's do a full minute promo. Oh, never mind. Bye. See, ya. See you next time. What's up, Oakland? Have you been missing out on live music and comedy? Remember Killer Dinners? Don't worry about a thing, because Soul Sausage Presents Pan Dementia has brought you the hottest, freshest, sexiest new beast in the Bay Area. The Oakland Unicorn Speakeasy Comedy and Dinner Club in Koreatown, Northgate. Featuring comedians from NBC, MTV, Comedy Central, Soul Sausage TV, and YouTube. Tickets and packages, showtimes, and information are all at oaklandunicorn.com. Sponsored by Soul Sausage, Retisk Electronics, and True Healing Collective. Grand opening weekend, August 6th through 9th. Featuring Kabir Singh and Xander Beltran. Tickets on sale now at oaklandunicorn.com. That's oaklandunicorn.com. Hey, Pancake and Pam hanging out. Pam, Pam Cake. Hey, oh. Pam. Pancake in the house in the hizzy. Yes. Can you hear yourself? Thank you. You sound good? You feel good? Yes. Good? All right. Mutiny Radio. Yeah. Hey, dot .fm and dot .sf. Donate. Mutiny Radio. All underscored. No, there's no underscore. I don't know what I'm saying. Venmo. Go, go Mutiny Radio. All one word. Yeah. Yep. Well, Here um, we are. Yep. We're waiting to be let into a We're waiting a to Zoom. be let into the room. We're waiting... Be let into a Zoom room. This Zoom is already being broadcast. It's on Facebook Live. You could already be broadcasting that. But we are just here at Mutiny Radio hanging out because we're cool. We just came from a cool underground open. It's not underground. It's actually in the open. It's an outdoor mic mm-hmm. in Redwood City and Menzies Park. Not Menzies. Not like I'm having my period. Although I did get my period in the middle of Menzies Park tonight. Ooh. This is crazy. This was a crazy moment for me because I'm sitting there. I'm laughing at jokes. And suddenly a huge gush comes out of my vagina. Ah. And it wasn't for any sexual reasons, nay. It's just that I'm going through menopause and I get my period every three months. I can't track it anymore. I don't know when it's coming. And it just decided to come when I was in Menzies Park. Now, it's spelled M-E-Z-N-E-S or something like that. Not like Menzies, but Menzies. It's it's pronounced the same way. And it gave there was a tank there. I didn't put anything in my vagina, but I had a period. Oh, yeah, I know it's rough. Well, well so I does so, that usually happen when you stuff something in there? No, I didn't stuff. So what happened was I looked at Rachel and I looked at a uh, fucking Alessandra and I was like, I just got my period. It never happens. Oh, my God. It's been three months. No shit. <laughs> and I looked in my bag. And of course, I have great paper game because I never throw away paper products. Uh, and so I had some paper towels that I'd saved from Mutiny Radio here in my bag and I folded them up and I was trying to stuff them down my pants, but I was trying to do it and they were getting stuck in my underwear and it was a huge problem. And I felt like, oh my God, people are looking, but they weren't looking because no one's looking at me. No one's ever looking at you. Every time you think someone's looking at you, they're totally not. So mm-hmm. I would, but I, I had my hands down my pants for quite some time trying to like organize this paper towel issue to clean up all the 
blood that's spewing out of me for three months. Wow. Well, nature is a funny, fickle, strange, beautiful, um, amazing, amazing thing. Yeah. I mean, let's look at uh, flamingos, you know, for one. Do you know why flamingos are pink? No. Not because they're eating period blood, but because they eat shrimp, which are pink. And the, sh the color of the shrimp colors them, which is why if they're not being fed shrimp, they're just white flamingos. Whoa. Exclusively? Yeah. They eat shrimp. Well, that's one of the things they eat. They eat a lot of shellfish. They're flamingos. They mm. live in like Key West in places where they're like hanging out in shallow waters, eating delicious crustaceans. What if they eat nuts? What if they we, we give them like tree nuts? What will they turn? Will they well, turn green? So that's why cows gave everybody RBST or whatever. Or everyone got sick off cow milk for a while because cows had RBST in it, which was the thing that you got from the antibiotics that you had to give cows because instead of feeding them, because they're ruminant animals, and instead of feeding what they needed, which was grass, we were feeding them all these other weird things like corn. Like, oh, that's corn-fed beef, corn-fed beef. And we're like, oh, corn-fed, blah, 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 blah. Well, that's not good because their bodies aren't made to digest that. So they get sick. And when they get sick, we have to give them antibiotics. And those antibiotics become RBST that comes out in the milk. So when you had that whole thing, oh, we are, we don't have that. They were saying, oh, we're using cows that we're feeding actual cow food as opposed to like some weird other food to make them. Okay. <laughs> well. Have you read Omnivore's Dilemma? No. Oh, good. It's a good book. Uh, I've I've been told I should see a lot of movies about how food is made and what it does to us. Michael Pollan wrote the book Omnivore's Dilemma, mm. and it's great, and he's amazing. He has a couple books that are um, out. There's one of them that's like live your best life in 30 days or something, and it's all about eating your truth. And anyway, it's he's Michael Pollan. Everybody look him up. Mm. Yeah, Michael Pollan. Yep. Omnivore's dilemma. It'll change your mind about corn syrup. Corn syrup's in everything, and you'll be like, "Oh, why is corn syrup in everything?" Oh, because we moved from sugar to corn because we had all this excess of corn because we gave everybody subsidies to grow corn. And then you're just like, "Oh my God, corn is everything. It's, it's in everything." It's a great book. And we pay a lot in subsidies for milk, right? I and we feed cows corn now, so isn't that crazy? Oh. Well, that was a whole thing. I remember, like, they're like beef. It's corn-fed. And because it made them fatter. But it might make them fatter, but it doesn't make them healthier because they're not supposed to eat that. Mm. Anyway. And then we eat them. And then we wonder why we have cancer. <laughs> yeah. It couldn't be the whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, the rich people. Is he going to let us into this? I don't think he's going to let us in. I don't think so either. I'm going to say leave. I can't believe that that's possible. Unfortunate. Because we can't. That's the only one that we could do live on the radio. We can't do any of the other rooms on it. Yeah. We really can't. I'm going to keep pestering him. I'm going to call well, him. Well, let's look at the. Well, what about this one? The It's the Zoom Friends Comedy Chat. It's this one. You actually have his real number? That's so weird. You have his real number in real life. What is wrong? He gives it out freely. I had no idea. He's a weirdo like that. Oh. You heard me say, Ignored. You heard me say that. Ignored. Jugga jigga wugga. 
Duh, You're not gonna give up. Jugga jigga wugga. You know I'm what the still definition looking. of per perseverance? Oh. Oh. He's got a real stick up his craw. Mmm. He's using that stick. Back in the day, we didn't have any toothbrushes. We put a stick in our craw, and we brushed our teeth, and we were like, my mouth is clean. <laughs> I can say anything I want. I got free speech. I live in Will Thilly's room. That's where I live, the free speech place. That's Mr. Keystone. Mr. Keystone to you, motherfuckers. Well, that sounds like he's a Keystone cop. I'm still looking for... It's just, it, I really ruined, I really stirred the pots today. I was like, did you not know that I have all the pots? I will stir all of the pots all of the time. La, 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 I will stir all of the pots. Well, you know all the buttons to press. Mm. Which is not a great thing to have, but as long as you have it, it is a skill. I well, mean, no, I just love all the pots. I can save I all those millionaires who are guilty of all their offenses. I'm the greatest defense attorney ever. You've never gone to law school. No, I'm just saying, that's a, for instance. Of fantasy world, I also have fucked Martha Stewart in a barn with Clydesdales and confetti. Like, are we in fantasy world right now? No, what are we talking about? I'm saying... Feather uh, down, feather pillows. All the geese are singing to us, and they, they sing like Bjork. All the swans. They're not geese. They're swans. They're white swans, and they sing like Bjork. And they're all just like... Doing all her weird Bjorky sounds. And me and Martha in the Clydesdales. And all Chin Chin and Papa, all of her dead uh, Chow Chows are with us. And her Himalayan cats are hanging from the rafters. And she's making a cranberry topiary. And we use it as a dildo. And you never have to leave? Never, ever. Not this fantasy world. Nay. There's a Quaalude Lake. I mean, it's Martha Stewart's fucking amazing kitchen. She's going to bake bread out of her vagina yeast every single day of the year. I can't wait. I will need the dough. All I need to do is, like, maybe it'll be like a, I will lick her twat and then I'll spit it into this weird thing and we'll keep the mother yeast going. Mm. And that's what we'll make the bread out of every day. I will need the dough. I need the dough. I love the dough. I, I need. See, that's a joke with a K-N-E-A-D-N-E-E-D. All right. Uh, I need the dildo. What? Maybe that's it. I fuck Martha Stewart with this awesome dildo that looks like one of her dead cats. And, but it's not. It's not a dead cat. But it looks like one of them. One of her favorite, most beloved cats. And then I take that out and then I scrape the yeast off that and I make the bread. Only after she comes really hard. What happens when the A-bomb drops or the H-bomb? I, I, I'm... That doesn't exist in my fantasy world. I don't know about any bombs. It's only like love bombs and happiness and glitter. There's no... There's no suffering. There's no... No paper cuts. No paper cuts. You don't get suffering. your tongue stuck in the blender. Nope. Nope. None of it. None of it. There's no cold. There's no... It's it's perpetual summer. And uh, we've got hammocks. You can sleep in a hammock. There's no bugs. It's beautiful. You don't have to wear sunscreen. Never. No. You just bask in the glow of joy and wonderment. Okay. Is there croquet or? I don't know if it's like horseshoes. I don't know if it's heathers. No, it's not like that sort of apocalyptic wonderland. Nay. Um, 
It could be. It could be anything you want. It's going to be great fun. No one's going to have a bad time, and it's it's in my. It's like Vegas where everyone wins. Everyone wins all the time. Every slot machine, you're a winner. Glitter kittens all around you. Ponynomics. Ponynomics. Everyone gets a pony. Absolutely. Yes. Wear a boot on your head. Vermin supreme for everything. I need to acquire a pony first. And then... What if I amass too many ponies? Wouldn't that... Here's the thing that's crazy is I feel like we've been talking forever and it's only been 11 minutes. Yeah. That is time That's the, That's the best part about smoking and eating no. cannabis. Usually it, it an hour has time. It's like, what? Don't you want time to last longer? No one ever said I wish it would have happened faster. Right? So let it let it linger. Let the time just drip on and on. Let me Sometimes. regale you with a story about a girl who looked real sad in photographs, but everybody loved her. Are you gonna sing like some? This is are these lyrics from some Three Eleven song or something? I need to get a cigarette for this. Um, no. <laughs> But I will, I will continue with, um, you know, what I really don't care for is how uh, Donald Trump keeps talking about the uh, Corona COVID nineteen virus. He t he says, uh, you know, this China virus. And th that makes me so upset. And Gross. he says it so nonchalant. Like, the, it's the truth. It's the gospel. And Making I'm tired. stereotypes real one at a time. Our president, 45. It's a China virus. He said, call it whatever you want. Terrible. So he is deciding to call it the China virus? Okay, let's call it whatever you want because we're Americans and we have all the entitlement and all of the, I don't know, we're just pretentious as dog shit. We're like, oh, of course, we can call it whatever we want. Fuck your thing. It affects all of you. Let's call it China virus. I listened to. racist dog shit. I listened to his speech today. It's, um. Was it tremendously good? It's August 12th on a Wednesday. Was it obviously tremendous? Was it spectacularly no, it was tremendous? Was it very, very nasty? Underwhelming. Is that too many syllables for him? Underwhelming. He, 45. Yeah. He just kept saying terrible, fucked up things. And, I mean, like, if you really pay attention, he's saying really bad things. It's so innocuous how he's saying it. Innocuous racism. Dog That's whistles. 45. Dog whistling to the masses. Accidental racist. I don't think so. I think he's a purposeful racist. Yeah. He's pretending to be an accidental he's, racist. He's stirring the pot as much as he legally can. But he won't talk about all the pots. Man, if you're going to stir the pot, let's at least legalize pot. Because then people will be smart enough to realize and have some critical oh, yeah. thought yeah, about yeah. how you're the worst person in the world. <laughs> but you can't realize it unless you smoke a little grass, bro. Yeah. Everyone would decide, hey, 
I don't like either of these. Do you like either of these? No. What are we going to do? Uh, well, we could continue to do it because it's tradition. Or we could do something, but probably tradition because we don't want to ruffle tradition. feathers because we're polite. We're all a polite society. Well, if we get to this point where we won't even defend ourselves from people who are wearing no, red, white, and blue. It's coming down. The only time people are going to freak out is when the food runs out. Once food goes away, that's when the true colors are shown as to what the fuck's going on. And until we're in a food crisis, that's when everything goes down. Like, everyone's okay until the food runs out. Or the heroin, or the, like, fill in the blank, the thing that you need. But to survive, what do we really need? We need... We need to not freeze. We need food and water, and a, a nice place. A nice place to go potty is nice. Yeah. But like, what do what do we actually need as humans? And how much? Oh my god, I can't have my iPhone anymore. I can't live without it. Well, We're not guaranteed life. Well, I know how to make fire from more than just a lighter or matches. Like. We're guaranteed opportunity. Were you of making? Weren't something. you a Boy Scout though? You can. You you can. You you can do a bow staff. You can make a fire from a yeah. piece of string and a, right? Yeah. I mean, I could. Yeah. Gotta make your little tinder bundles. You gotta fucking figure that shit out. Gotta have your little sticks ready. You gotta have all your little sizes, and then your big pieces. You gotta have it all ready. Yeah. And then you gotta work for a while. Get a little ember, stick it in the thing. Blow blow blow. Yeah, 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 yeah. Keep the ember alive. Yeah. Don't let your fire go out. Come on, I've been a Burning Man. <laughs> but you know you can have the smallest magnifying glass and it, it'll work sure piggy from lord of the flies super important murdered it, allegory for what <laughs> the guy with the, the guy that kept everyone alive with his glasses he's the demonized one oh mm. i hated that book it was a rot, rotten rotten book it is it's it forced people the kids to watch it well, it's the movie. I, reading the book, I think, is more traumatic than the movie. And it was curriculum in 10th uh, uh, grade. It was sophomore curriculum for a long time. And then they took it out. Uh, it, there were a bunch of books in the 80s and 90s that were part of the core curriculum that they took out and exchanged them with other books because, oh, dystopian societies, et cetera, et cetera. People get scared. Oh, no, don't let kids think. No, we're... well, we called critical thought from the entire curriculum. So what did something happen on my I phone? just sent you the new link. Oh, yeah? And supposedly we're going to get in now. Oh, you think so? Supposedly. We're going to have it ready and waiting. And, we got uh, people. And we can, yeah? This looks like the okay? same one. Oh, he's letting you in. Oh, shit. Okay, turn it on. All the way. Up, 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 And now you can hear a little faint hum, but... No, we don't hear anybody yet. We don't hear, we don't hear anybody on the call. Which, what room is this? Do they know that they're being? Do they know that no, they're out? No, not yet. No, you can't do that. Then you well, can't. Well, I'll that. let them know. I'll no, let them know. No, unplug it. You can't okay. do that. Okay. You can't do that. That's not cool. Hey, that's like the uh, that's the that's the uncoolest hey, thing that you, you can do. Go, go live 
on Mutiny Radio. Yeah, it's there's you can't you gotta give them permission. You gotta ask for consent. You can't just do that. It's not cool. That's the whole thing that the whole thing was started about. Was yeah. the whole thing. I'm not gonna But he's I'm the aggressor. Gonna, but I'm not gonna You think Genghis Khan is gonna be like, Oh, someone took over me. Bad move, bad form. Genghis Khan, out. I'm not I, I don't know what the comparisons are in this situation. I'm no I'm no Genghis. I don't I'm, even know what's going on over there. Let me see that. Yeah, here, have a phone. Have a phone. Don't drop it. Have a phone. Figure it out. Have a phone. I'll take a phone. It's for you and me. Oh, you're on. Oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. Uh-oh, uh-oh. You opened the wrong one. Well, you gave me the one to open up. No. No, you said, here's the thing, and I pressed the thing. And I did, too, and I sent it directly. It's a forward of... This thing, I'm sending it to you again. Here it comes. Let's entertain the folks at home who are listening to this. You're listening to mutinyradio.fm and .sf. And Pam, we've got Pancake. It's Pam Cakes together here. Uh, Nine o'clock almost in Pacific time on a Wednesday. Okay. Yeah, we went to a mediocre open mic. And, <laughs> and it was great. It's nice to hang out with comedians outside and see them all. The same people I always see, but just in a different city, in a different park, Ooh, with a tank. It was that, nice. Those people were rough. That it was audience fine. It was, was fine. was really in it. It's fine. I. It's fine. I just, just run in my jokes. And, um... Waiting. Usually my jokes hit. Well, no one was listening when we started because they weren't even there yet. Yeah. We had a captive audience. We were like 15 feet away from a park bench table. Table bench? Bench table. Yeah, walked him while they were eating their food. That's fine. We didn't walk with them. They finished. They finished. They finished their meal. They They sat for like five or ten minutes. They left in the middle of my they set. Did. Yeah, they did. And you didn't walk them. You were being funny. You were doing your jokes. Yeah. Now I'm about to start my set. I did a little crowd work. Crowd work. Crowd work. I tried to crowd work. It's just so funny because I was up there and I was like, nobody's listening to me and I just don't even want to run my jokes. And I don't even... Well. <sighs> it's fine. It's fine. It was great. It all worked out in the end. It all worked out in the end. And I finished my song. So I feel real good about that. And it's going to be a big hit because it's super mediocre and it's right in the middle. And it's a cute little melody that anyone can sing because it's in the key of C. So everyone's going to love it. It's going to be the hook is I, I actually it doesn't it has. Um, a, okay. I don't know if we're really on a real podcast right now, but I'm going to do it anyway. I know there's everyone outside is. Everyone outside is doing their thing. No one is listening to me. But that's fine. I'm going to... I'm going to do it. I'm going to sing my song. I'm going to sing my truth. I'm going to figure this out. It's so hard because I'm right now like, oh, file, new sound. Okay, here we go. Oh, but before we do that, I need to get my... I gotta get, I, I mean, I'm a little drunk right now, so I need to get my thingy, so hold on. 
Hey. He's letting well, us in. He's letting us in. Well. Oh. He's letting us in. He's letting us in. Hey, are you okay if we put you live on Mutiny Radio as well since you're already Facebook living? Okay, good. Logging you in. Does everyone have consent? Do I have consent from everyone in the room to also be streamed live on an audio only format from San Francisco? Everyone has. I have consent from everyone in the oh, room. It's just him in here. It's just you. Well then <laughs> Awesome. I just farted a lot. I just farted a lot. Okay, here we go. Muni Radio. I'm gonna sing my song. I'm gonna sing my truth, yo. No, really. Um, I don't usually write songs. This is not a thing I do. I'm a poet. I write poems. I don't usually write songs, but I did this. So we're gonna find it in my book and we're gonna sing it only because I want it in front of me so that I can kill it for you right now and I could put it on the late night playlist later and be like look I have value and worth look I'm a real person I have feelings I have so many feelings I do I have a lot of feelings I'm a dick I got a lot of feelings so many feelings where are my feelings in this book? So many feelings. If only we could have a look. Here it is. I found it finally. Yeah. Okay. Kia C, motherfuckers. Here we go. Oh, fuck. I can't believe I'm going to do this. Sam, you are my jam. You are my jelly and my peanut butter. I'm over the moon and you are a star. Damn. If you were my ma'am, I would worship you unlike no other. Please walk into a room. I'll give you my heart. Gravity feels lighter around you. I float in the air for an extra second or two. Uh, when you smile, mm. please stay for a while longer. Boy, I wish I could enjoy Licking all of you, my ice cream cone. Hungry for your smile, I laugh at all your jokes. Boy, if I could employ all the parts of you, work you to the bone. Please, won't you stay a while? We can share a smoke. Gravity feels heavier around you. I sink to the earth for an extra second or two. Please stay when you smile. Oh, please stay for a while longer. Can I make 
make you understand there are no rules fun imagine times and who is cold damn i have a solid plan of course i am a fool i'm forever blind and that's why i'm so bold Gravity does not exist without you. Black hole tape grabs my soul for a million light years or two. When you smile, please stay for a while longer. Well, there I did it. I did my song. Maybe someone will help me and they'll tell me about the extra thing, but that's my song. I'm sticking to it. Four minutes, 20 seconds. I'm sticking to it. Longer, longer. Studying will not hurt you. Studying will never hurt you. learning will never hurt you how about that and if you choose to learn on your own and you don't go somewhere like hey learn this and you it's still learning but learning will never hurt you okay Mm -hmm. but implementing the wrong form at the wrong time then if you have a shitty director who doesn't put you in the right direction then that's a thing like figure it out I mean, that that's the problem with the whole um, George Lucas is a terrible director. And you look at really great actors like Hayden Christensen. Hayden Christensen, great actor. Natalie Portman, great actor. And you look at the entire middle of the Star Wars series, which is like the beginning of the Star Wars series. And you're like, why is that acting terrible? Is it because they're terrible actors? Nay. It's because it was a terrible director. Because he was thinking about all the, the invisible things and not the people that were in front of him and... Like, he couldn't... I had more chemistry with my cat. Why was Hayden... Oh, they didn't have chemistry I had more chemistry with my cat than Hayden Christensen and Natalie Portman did in the second... When they're laying in the fucking field with the things romping around, and he's like, I love you. And I'm like, I don't believe you at all. And it was terrible. And it was like, George Lucas, where were you on that one? Were you having a coffee break? He's deeply conflicted. you can't... No, I didn't get... It was terribly acted horrible no love should have been the best romance story of all time and it was such a letdown because of bad direction not because of bad actors that's my point i think hayden christensen took into a level where he would be deeply appreciated for sticking to the character that is anakin skywalker deeply disturbed and and troubled and confused and, and then why would Natalie Portman, the queen of all the universes, fucking stick around with this retarded she's not boy a queen fuck? Anymore. No, but whatever. She's like in charge of the whole world and she's like, oh, this totally like emotionally unavailable guy. No. She the whole point was that they were so in love and that that couldn't be shown on screen was really upsetting, I think. She was the queen of Naboo and then she went to the Senate of the Galactic um 
uh, republic. She was in charge of a lot of shit, and she shouldn't be taking shit from some baby boy who isn't going to give her the love that she needs. She was just a senator. No, it doesn't matter. She was she just was amazing. a senator. Why would she love this child boy unless there, she was getting something out of it? She's not just going to be like yeah, the D. emotionally abused in this relationship. No, it's bad direction. It was it was a sad, you know those middle those middle movies are really great as long as you take all the love parts out and you just watch all the action part. Everything with Django Fett, gorgeous, perfect. All of the fight scenes in the outside of space, fucking amazing. And what part of those whole movies suck? Anakin and fucking Padme, or whatever the fuck they wanted to call her, Star- Amidala. You talking Star Wars? Yes, yes, we're talking. Stay on topic, oh, horrible. Will. Horrible. No, no, Dude. Pam, Pam, you're right, you're right. The movie's dope, but their love interaction was dog shit. Because the direction dog was bad. So what I'm saying is they're both great actors in their own right, but George Lucas could only direct action. He couldn't direct, like, fucking action, like bedroom action. Like the action I Wait wanted to see. The fucking romance I wanted to see that I deserved. The person that's read all the books and fucking been into the story... And I wanted to see the mother of fucking Luke and Leia. And I wanted to see the love with fucking, before Darth Vader became Darth Vader, the whole thing that turned him was love. And it was dog shit. I wanted to see romance. I wanted to see fire. And what I saw was like, I have more chemistry with my cat than Hayden Christensen and Natalie Portman had. I have more chemistry with Natalie Portman. Every single person has more chemistry with Natalie Portman. Natalie Portman is one of the hottest people in the universe in all time. Even when she was 12 and she was in that fucking professional movie. Natalie Portman is hot in everything. In V for Vendetta, in fucking everything. Natalie Portman, I would eat her pussy any day of the week. I would, I mean, anything. She is amazing, She's, gorgeous. She was reacting to him being reserved. No. And being re- conflicted. He wasn't, no, he wasn't reserved. He wasn't reserved. He put it all on the table. Like, wait, what is it about me that you even like? What the fuck is this? And it was there George. Was no, there was no like, oh shit, I like that you are like this. Oh, that's really cool that we're both interested in that. It was just, yo, I like you a lot. She's like, oh, cool. I love you. Like, that's not an, really, is that it? Space princess. I, I love you I love you with my whole soul. And okay. I can believe that shit because I believe that shit, but not between the two of them. And I was like, damn. And then I met Hayden Christensen's hair designer guy at um, at a bar in L.A. And he's like, oh, he's gay as fuck. And nah. I'm like, okay, cool. But here's the thing. That, that is a testament to the director. Because Hayden Christensen in Life is a House is a really great actor. And super, super hot. And has, like, he's, oh, my God, he's so hot. And, but, so he yo, can play bro, not yo, gay. Hmm? You're so right about 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 that shit. I don't mean to like cut you off. No, no, cut me off. Being here now, but you were so right. They fucking ruined that movie. Yo, Padme should have been like a dark bitch. When Anakin told her that he killed the the little Jedi, she would have been she should have been like, word, cool. That, oh. It should have been some Harley Quinn. It should have been mm. some dark. Like that's why Vader. Yeah. Always gonna. Fucking shit. Vader wife. Yeah, like dark. Like, yeah, let's fucking murder everybody because everyone sucks. She knew she was the queen of a fucking plane. She'd seen death and destruction. I say murder all of the fucking... Um, oh. who's the guy with the uh, me so me so horny me so dumb me so Jar 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 murder that whole 
take all of their water resources. What are we doing? Like, come on. So you made Jar Jar Binks Chinese? Ah. <laughs> uh. Yes. They oh. did. They did. Miso. He was like, no, Miso. You just, he's, yo, he's Jamaican. He's Jamaican. Yeah, but kind George of. Lucas didn't, George Lucas, he directed that? He Yes. He directed the middle movies. Wait. He had you to. No one else would take it. Yeah. He did. So he directed Wait, the, first the first one? No, he didn't the first three. Yo, he did he the still, first. Yo, he still gave the queen light. Yo, he still gave the queen light. That's his baby. Uh, the David second two. Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi were directed by the Irving guy. Irving whoever. Irving somebody. Somebody Irving. I don't remember. I should know more. I'm a dick. But then when they came back with uh, 1, 2, and 3, which were actually 4, 5, and 6, those were directed by Lucas, which is why they sucked. And then he sold it to Disney and it got awesome again because Rogue One is awesome. clearly Rogue what? One Rogue One is the best movie besides yeah, Empire Strikes okay. Back. Besides Empire Strikes Back, Rogue yeah, One was, was fucking fire. That was great. Good. It was awesome. Uh, it was it was the wrong video called. <laughs> Hi David. I'm sorry. I <laughs> am a yo, 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 yo. Uh, yo, uh, Pam, I got I got some ideas I wanna run by. Yeah. Uh, uh, Yo, are you are you a Cardi B fan by any chance? Am I a what? Cardi B fan. I don't I don't know who that is. Oh, uh, good. Yo, anybody here a Cardi B fan? She's a she's a rapper. I'm not a fan. Is she a rapper? I believe like Cardi B has has made the country objectively worse. Yo, all right, so all right, yo, you guys know how they remade uh the Lion King with the CGI shit? I didn't. Mm. I didn't see that. That they that upset remake, me. They, they should remake. Uh, they should make a uh, remake the Little Mermaid, and they should have uh Cardi B be Ursula. They're they, already working on it. Yeah, they they did. They started the Little Mermaid remake, and people got all up in arms because the Little Mermaid's yeah. gonna be black, and they were like, "But her hair underwater. What are you gonna do?" Like, they're good. Yo, there was a really funny video of Ben Shapiro reading the lyrics to a Cardi B song the other day. It was, it was pretty fucking hilarious. <laughs> yo, that dude, yo, that, 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 that dude is, uh, every time I, I, I laugh, I laugh at Shapiro. He's intelligent, and he makes great points, but I just laugh at him. Yeah, he's yeah, very rigid. He is very he rigid. It was a great way to describe it. Fucking smart guy, though. Whoops. He rose me the wrong way. Hey, David, I like the way you're growing out your beard. It's getting full. Thank you. I like it. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. Really Crazy cool. shit's happening here. New, new radio. Late night. We're being all normal and shit. We're just eating peanut butter and jelly sandwiches like normal people. That, like they do. We got neighbors in the house in the hizzy. Hey, Jericho, how you totally doing? I'm a normal neighbor. I'm wearing a Hawaiian shirt. I'm trying to sell my neighbor's houses. I mean, even though I'm not authorized to do so, but yeah, that's what I'm doing. Cool. Uh, the the nut butter I made has macadamia nuts in it, so it goes along with your Hawaiian shirt. I hear that if you pay cash, you get a discount on the houses he's selling. Oh, yeah. Cool. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm in. Yeah, yeah. So I just think about like all um, cash all the time. I bitch. think the best thing we could do is just like steal for sale signs, and just like put them on other people's houses. Like, especially the ones that say open houses. Mm. <laughs> and, like, you know, Saturday. <laughs> open houses. Do they have beer there? Because oh, I am hell. in their house. Oh, wait. Wow. You can't have an open house without alcohol. Real estate idea. As I'm wearing my 
Hawaiian shirt right now. Feeling like um Put pineapple Daryl Daryl Crockett drinks. here. I I just feel like um yeah, I mean that we should just start selling pineapple juice mixed mixed drinks. You don't have to yeah. sell anything. Oh no, definitely. You just have to you. say, "Hey, welcome to this open house." Like Someone from San Francisco was a coward, and they dumped out, and now you might want to live here. Do you have any artistic sensibility at all? And they're like, no, I am a coder. <laughs> well, I'm actually thinking about like the idea of like trying to sell the houses that people are currently occupying. Right. Just try to get them out. No, I'm just saying. No, I'm, I'm, I'm kind the... of thinking like, hey, you know, just go up, uh, open house, and like knock on their door. And be like, hey, we, we're here, the real estate agents. And, and we just lock on their door and they're like, what? Nine real in the estate morning, agents are just regular people dressed up in suits. Let's no, not pretend. No, no. Like, but I'm a kind of <laughs> and guy. Hawaiian I t-shirts. I in a Hawaiian shirt. I come in. Dudes a, can wear Hawaiian you know, And everyone has like, you know, what I love about real estate agents, how they take a picture of themselves. And put it on the car. Yes, on I mean, everything, so on the bus stops, <laughs> on my ass, <laughs> in, in the middle. I mean, I, hey, you're in an Uber. And That's a like, beautiful rendering on your ass, by the way. Oh, thank you. Of that real estate yeah. agent. So pretty. It's so vain, though, don't you think? I mean, like, why do they, they all have pictures of themselves? Of course right. they're vain. I kind of want to get in the world. You know, why do you got to be pretty to sell a house? I mean, what the I, fuck's up with that? Here's the thing I put the shirt on. And then the next thing you know, I just wanted to become a real estate agent. Or, you, know I mean? or like, I, you just, got abducted into the turned me into a Jimmy Buffett. Bag. No, Jimmy Buffett. Jimmy Buffett came down. He yeah. drove a helicopter. He came down. He picked you up. And he from was like, cheeseburger in paradise, you know. Yeah, he's like cheeseburger in paradise. And you're supposed to like put your arms out. You're like I'm Jer- Jericho in the night. Well, I was just he, like, you know, the idea of just going around, you know. Even the cops come. I don't care. You know, like, you know, you have these gray houses with a splash of fucking orange, which is really <laughs> annoying, right? They like the, I have my they like the giants. On. What? You don't like the I, giants? You I, don't love the giants? I've you don't already, like a splash of orange? I've, What's wrong with you? Uh, How long have on. you lived in San Francisco? You don't like a splash of orange? Come on. No. <laughs> I'm done with it. I'm done with the gray. Give him a different the mic. His mic's orange. San Francisco. Like, I'm done with the whole... Rain. I would like to see, like, you know, me with my Hawaiian shirt. Like, well, you know, because you can't do this in the winter, of course. But, you know, there in the is summer, no winter here. You know, like, I mean, and, and I think like also, spring and fall. Well, there's winter. Winter like, is coming. I mean, I, nay, I, I, nay, motherfuckers. It doesn't I, come to San Francisco. Well, when it's there raining, is it's no well, winter. You know, it, you're right. We don't you're have at, seasons. Right. But, anyways, oh. speaking of my sailing tactic, like, go to someone's house. You know, they don't even knock on their door. Just put the um, just put the uh, what do you call it? The 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 for rent sign in front of their house, right? For rent. Like, you know, Say rental. And, and then put like a open house, right? <laughs> and so people will come and not ring their doorbell, right? Ding dong, and and then they'll come down at their door and you'll be like, "Hi, my name is Jericho Reese." <laughs> and I would like to sell your like. house. And they're like, my house is not for sale. And you're like, well, no, actually, it is. <laughs> and everything's for sale. Are you sure? We got to sell everything. Sell, sell, sell. I don't know. Maybe I'm, you know, 
a goofball. I don't know anything but. that exists in the world. I'm glad that your Hawaiian shirt brings you such inspiration and like entrepreneurial ideas. I say go for it. Yeah. I say sell other people's uh, houses. Yeah. What do you have to lose? Yeah, and this is the cops that come. Yeah, what? What do you do? Heart. The cops are going to come. You just run away. When they call the cops, just be like, run. Right? Like, just like you, do, you know, but and just take the first sale sign to the next neighbor's house. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, shit. I man, can't wait us. for the apocalypse. I. It is the apocalypse. What do you mean no, you can't wait for yet. it? not yet. Really? The house I'm going to commandeer. Right Let's talk about the house I'm going to commandeer. It's on Eddie and South Van Ness. Uh, it's a house that's right now employed by lawyers. Like the lawyers from fucking Walnut Creek are going to come back to their house. Please, <laughs> right. But it's a four story house. It was built in 1896. It made it through the first earthquake. It's right next to this cool like area where there's a um, tennis courts and all this other shit. But it's an amazing house. The only reason I've been there is that I got a pro bono lawyer and he worked there. And I was like, I walked in and it has like flocked wallpaper and this beautiful spiral staircase that goes. And it's not spiral like um, uh, it's like not like little spiral. It's like big spiral and it goes all up the top and it's all mahogany. It's so beautiful. And I can't wait. For everything to fall apart because nobody's coming back from Arinda to claim <laughs> this space. This is my space now. Like, I know that my space, everybody negated it in 2006, but nay. Now it's ours for the taking. I say I'm all about my space. I want all the space. And I'm, it's at Eddie and Zephyrus. It's a little bit on a hill. It's got this beautiful rooftop. It has a basement. It's four stories tall. It's gorgeous. And that's where I'm living the apocalypse. That is really cool. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, you I think that's amazing. I'm like, I mean. Live with me. <laughs> Come on um, over. You know, I mean. I know you get, got your space over here. No, but. I do. But if you get that space, if you get that space, you buy that space or you get that space. Buy that space. I'm you know, taking I mean, over in the We're squatting. We're squatting the lawyers. Squatting it. I'm yeah. squatting. And all I need is you can two sniper rifles. Okay. I have no. How many sniper rifleists? I need no. two well, sniper rifles. I'm rifles. a really good pie thrower. You know what I mean? I see like that's important. Know, somebody coming by like you that know, means you can make I a have, pie, you know, which means I you was, can cook uh, for the people, which means you might be able to come well, into our place. I was born under a table, um, <laughs> and uh, you know, so that was like uh, an issue. Um, <laughs> but you know, other than that, you know, I'm pretty good. Um, you know, but pies, you know, like think about it, like you rhubarb just, just, or just, strawberry. Like, like the cops or don't like pies. Strawberry. Like I mean, the cops are really. Why would you waste a pie in a, on a cop's cop? face? Right. Well, that's a Gross. good Eat question. Gross. Eat it. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Eat whoa, the whoa, pie. Whoa. Stop. Why would you throw a pie? I'm a clown. But stop there. Stop there. That's Why important. would we waste a pie in a, cl- a cop? That is the question. Wait, Why wouldn't you want to pie a cop pie in the face? It's harmless. Clown or not to pie a cop with a pie is the question. And it's very Shakespearean. You know it what I mean? Like, I'm trying to be like, you know. Yeah, absolutely. I'm um, trying more. To pie you know, or not you know, to so pie. So people in the audience can understand what we're talking about here. Oh. Um, yeah. To sling wow. my fortunes question at those who have no concept of fortune. It's such a question, though, isn't it? I mean, I'm like, yeah, I'm scratching my head right now. And 
it's my head scratching. Yeah, I'm scratched. My head. I just scratched my head. It happens. You look like pork pie. Rick and Morty. You look like Barbecue Morty forty years before. Not Morty. Morty's the younger Rick. guy. Rick. You look like Rick forty years before Rick. You look like Rick that was super excited about fighting the Federation before he was like, oh, you know, everything is meaningless, and I'm. You know, do you not watch Rick and Morty? Well, I do, and I I, I can understand why you say that. <laughs> I don't think everything is meaningless, um, other, uh, other than trying to sell all my neighbors' houses. <laughs> um, that's pretty. Those meaningless. don't have. That, that's different. Meaning and worth. Posing as a real estate agent. Back up. Meaning and worth are two different things. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm value, not, I'm meaning, actually, and worth are all different words. I, I'm just not. I'm and not, the value of something, and the meaning of something, and the worth of something. Where they all might come from the same derivative, they are not. They do not equate. So I don't know. Maybe you're into the. You're looking for the money out of it. I I don't. Not really. I look for the cacophony and all of it. You know, I I. Um, I'm not really into the money of it. I never have been in the money of it. I mean. Don't I've been, get in philosophy. You know, I mean, and not really into the philosophy a lot of it. Yeah. Actually, like, like I've always been into pranks, like and funny, and to do things that are really goofy. What's your favorite prank? Oh, which one that I did or just yeah. funny? Yeah, yeah tell us a good prank story. Tell us your favorite prank. Okay, well, I'll tell you as one a, that I didn't as a clown. do. Maybe Wait. as a clown or maybe not as a clown. We don't know. Well, it doesn't matter. Okay. Let's see. What do we use a prank? Okay, so one time I was on tour in Austin, Texas. In Austin, Texas, you know, I had never been there before because I was a California. And I didn't know anything about, about Texas, you know. And my friend was there with me. And we had this bus that I bought. And we drove it there. And <clears throat> we didn't know what to do. Um, we couldn't get people to come to our show. So we're like, Surprise. fuck, dude, how are we going to get people to come to our show? So we, we were like just thinking and like, you know, Chicken John. Jesus Christ. Just say, I love just, Chicken John. Just, He's amazing. Well, just say that fucking name and you know it's Yeah, wrong. of course. Right, right. Fail so, to win. So, so, so our John, ringleader, to Chicken win. John. Yay. And so, so David Apocalypse. Dave, just say that name too. And Jericho Reese, right? Just say those three names, and you're just like, "Oh my God, what the fuck are these guys doing?" So, 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 um, so what we did is, uh, is David Apocalypse and I, like the bus is a mess, okay? Because of the tour, like you know, people are messy, Mm -hmm. fucking underwear all over, socks over, the actual fucking bus stank like shit. I mean, it was. Out of control, and so we called the news channel. <laughs> I mean, like I, I was just like, "There's a thing." Chicken had no idea about. Worse. <laughs> what like, can you do? You should. No, no, we called Channel them, Four like, News like, like, checks out. What's the most disgusting and, and smell And so we, we the told world. them that they were. Hey, we, it's right here in this bus. Fantastic. Oh no, it's better than that. So we told them there was two chimpanzees that we had in the bus that escaped in their park. We lied to people in Colorado. 
to convince Those Texas, them. right? Oh, Texas. Yeah. To awesome. bring Pay out attention. all of... Well, they don't... Like so you told the local news that there was two champions. Yeah, champ- and they came down right away. Like <laughs> fucking eight news trucks, right? With the cameras and the... And then the dude then keep talking. You're doing great. So Can't we had like, uh, you know, eight news trucks down there with reporters and cameras. And, uh, and the, we had we told them that we had two chimpanzees, right, that escaped, <laughs> right, <laughs> and they're like, you know, and, and like, and you know what the names were of the chimpanzee? What? Helter and Skelter. <laughs> <laughs> There's Helter Skelter loose Helter here in Skelter Austin, Texas. And what were they wearing? Fez hats. Fez hats. You know, and the, you know, the, the oh, red vest? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how yeah, described them, right? Yeah. <laughs> so they they came, like, the, the news channel comes, and we didn't think the cops were going to come, but they fucking sure did. But the, but before, the, the news reporters show up, and they're like, Action News 11, Austin, we have two chimpanzees loose in blah, 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 park, <laughs> and it was a big fucking story. Right, like circus ridiculous comes to town, and there's two, you know, like chimpanzees loose in the park, and their name is Helter and Skelter, <laughs> you know, and and so like that they're going to the park, and where they're going, Helter, you know, like the trees, Skelter, <laughs> and like joggers are running by, and they're like Helter. Skelter, you in the chimpanzees? I heard about the news. I'm like, yes. <laughs> Be careful. They're dangerous, you know, like, and uh, and the reporter was like, Maybe you can meet him if you come to our show. <laughs> well, we didn't say this. We were, we were just trying to get people, like, even to know we were there. And, um, you know, like, and, and, and Chicken John and the rest of the circus didn't know what me and Dave were doing in the park. And then until the reporters came to the bus, and Chicken's like, what the fuck are you guys doing? He's like, you can have reporters in the bus. And we, we showed them the mess in the bus, you know, like, <laughs> which was true. Underwear everywhere, socks everywhere. Underwear. It smelled. I'm and like, how, who do you. like corn chips. And I'm like, who Yay. do you think? And I told the reporter. And, like, and he, the reporter, like, looks at me seriously. And he goes, do you really. Do you really. Did you really have two chimpanzees? And I'm like, do you not believe me? Because, like, uh, my friend David Apocalypse was, like, the... I was a straight one who was pissed off about it. Like, you know, we are playing bad cop and bad cop. <laughs> and I was the guy who pissed off about it. Like, those goddamn chimpanzees. You know, I was, like, just, like, just, just angry about it. You know? Somebody's got to be angry. You know? Bad and cop. I, I bad like, cop. This is, like, so... I was, like, these goddamn chimpanzees. And so the reporters, they all come in. These cameras. goddamn apes! I, I can't believe that these they, apes! I, I can't believe they come in the bus. I can't <laughs> believe they're doing this, right? And I'm really trying not to chuckle, and I'm really trying to play it straight. And I'm like, these look at these, what look at these goddamn motherfucking champions did to my bus. You know, I mean, look at the mess. You know, and like the report comes in, he sees the underwear and the socks everywhere and the shit that you, and he's like, oh yeah. It really smells in here. I'm like, yeah, this bus wasn't like this. Chimpanzees got out of his cage, and they just threw everything everywhere. And they, he's like, oh, my God. Next you up know, on and so it was like, Channel 4. N- Channel 11. 
Austin News, chimpanzees loose in, in, uh, you know, whatever. And whatever. And so that's what happened. And so they actually, a lot of people came to our show because of that. <laughs> a lot like, of people yeah. actually. Come actually eat the chimpanzees. And a lot of people came like, 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 all these people like who would not there normally be interested. In what the, was the name of your band? Cir- at that time, it was Circus Ridiculous. Circus Ridiculous. Yeah. And they're we were, loose we're, monkeys, we're helter and mock, skelter. We're a mock prank monkeys. circus. We don't really, we didn't really do. Cir- circus we did Ridiculous. Brings mock, you. mock circus acts. You know, we didn't. Do like regular circus acts? Like we had like the human human, okay? Oh my God, what a freak! You know, no tattoos, nothing at all. What? He's walking out with his boxer shorts. Oh my God, what a freak! The human human. Not even a birthmark on this human. Nothing, nothing at all. We had the vegan geek. The vegan geek. Here he is. Ladies and gentlemen, the vegan geek, the vegan geek he he's going to bite the head off a head of lettuce. Oh, <laughs> the head of lettuce. Ah, the lettuce, lettuce, lettuce. Make him do something arr, difficult. Arr, arr. Garlic. No, if you eat no, the head oh. of a head of garlic and Oh, God, that's so, so spicy. So, oh, it's so, so spicy. Vicious. Vicious. Oh, my or, God. Or it's medicine yeah. that way. Just take it's a bite horrible. out of an onion. Oh my God! Yeah, yeah absolutely. Of, of meat because he's a vegan, right? Like, like I'll show vegan. you, and I'll so I'll show you what real yeah, manliness is. Real vegan. You know, I'm gonna eat a bite out of an onion. Yeah. Fuck. Exactly. And yeah, throw it in the big. audience. Raw. And throw it in the audience. And just and raw. Mm. And throw it in the audience. I'm and, getting. And I'm getting a little the wet. Worst was and raw to- Oreos. The worst was tofu. Tofu. Oh God, that was the worst. Because, you know, you'd be in the south in Georgia, and someone in the vegan geek would take out the tofu, and like, oh, what about tofu instead of meat? And like, eat it, and like, throw it in the audience. Yeah, make it. No, no, press it. And then what happened? Don't eat it. It it. smelled like no, really it. bad, like press like a couple hours after the show. I mean, it Give really it smelled bad. <laughs> put a little, put a little sesame. Hardcore vegan. But, you know, we didn't, I mean, that was on just one of the things. Press but it The other thing was. Let's talk about squid for Press a second. It hard. <laughs> in space about or here now? Just, just squid in general. Squid in general can yeah. live in squid, space. How about squid in the can? Oh, the squid general. Squid I've heard of him. Space, yeah. Squid in the can. And that's why they can be 30 feet or longer and live in deep, deep, deep waters because they can also live in space. And squid came to our Earth. And they gave us some of their DNA, and now we have weird things that are on either side of their face, like eyes. And squid live in deep, deep, deep waters, and they are space squid. Wow. And we live with space squid. And. Well, it's not Mr. Squidward from SpongeBob, which is, by the way, my favorite show. It's a um, great show. I mean, and I love Squidward. Squidward is such like a fucking. He's. Do you remember the Do you remember the one when they Sour all got two chocolate bars, and then like, you ate all my food and now I'm gonna starve. Right. Well, so that was pan- pancake. I mean, pa- Patrick. Patrick. Patrick is my. Patrick who's also ate pancake. All his candy bars. Yeah. He's like, and then like SpongeBob's like, I have two candy bars, and Squidward's like, I buried my two candy bars under the world. Uh, I don't remember Pat- that. Why don't we do a SpongeBob, uh, SpongeBob, SpongeBob. reenactment here? 
You know, like, you know, we can have people be... My favorite, Spongebob. Spongebob. I can do the word. I can My do, favorite one's I can do Spongebob. I can totally do Spongebob. And then, like, uh, you you could probably do uh, Patrick, right? Go, go, go. Come on, come on. Try it, try it. Hey, I'm Spongebob. You know, whatever. I can't do it. No. We should have a lot of fun together. It'd be really, really oh, great. Oh, yeah. It'd be yeah. great. <laughs> but, we should uh, have a lot back, of fun together. Back to pranks. Okay, so... Pranks. Let's talk about squid. Okay, so my friend Squid in the pranks. Coffee Society, there's a thing called the L.A. Los, An- Los Angeles Squid Coffee pranks. Society, right? And he, you know how you have uh, samples in supermarkets? No. <laughs> yes. Really, you never I've been to Trader Joe's. Ever? Come on, Pamela. Samples really? of supermarkets? Oh, samples in you know, the supermarkets. Like yeah. The yeah, like in, the like in, oh, absolutely. You know. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, you never done that? No, of course I have. No, you never tasted anything? They don't have samples that gross out, and that's the only place she goes. No, but I used to go to um, Costco where they used to give me all the free lunch, but they don't do it anymore. There's no more. Have you ever been to Whole Paycheck? Fucking COVID taking away all the free samples. They don't don't have them in Trader Joe's either. I love free samples. So this prank was pre COVID. Prank was totally all that. Um, No, but. You haven't ever seen like a sample of like the old ladies are like, here's some cheese. Here's yeah, some- I know what you you're saying. I love blue cheese. Uh, well, so do I. I like but free have cheese. Have you ever seen the, the, the samples of free the, the cheese at the supermarkets? I've, I've tried to eat them. At, yes, for a lunch. Snack. Okay, so you've been, you've seen, you know what's going, you know what's going on there, right? Try to figure it out. So my friend did. My friend got a bunch of cans. Hand squid. Gross. Okay. <laughs> canned like, squid. I didn't even know they you know, had canned so squid. What he did is he, he like brought it out to like the, the parking lot, like and he went to the supermarket and he said, Hey, his name is Larry. And he was like a Gross. Larry. No, Larry's are always like Larry. Larry. But anyways, Larry was funny in this regard. So he's like he went into the supermarket, and he's like a convincing-looking guy because he wasn't a young guy. L.A. Cacophony was way different than San Francisco Cacophony. <laughs> and he went in there, and he was like, I, I work for the squid company of the blah, 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 and I would like to do samples. And they're like, oh, okay, sir. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, no problem, you know, because all the companies could do it. You know, it was just like a... The only kind of good squid is so, crispy so, squid. So he goes in, and he gets all the squid raw cans. And he, he stacks them up and makes it look real nice like a souffle. And uh, and then people are walking in the store, walking out of the store, right? And he puts it right where, and he opens the cans. And he's like, hey, would you like a sample of some squid? Right? Raw squid. Raw squid. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, so people would walk out and be like, oh yeah, sure, I'll even try a sample. And they would like, take, like uh, you give them a plastic Ross fork, and, like, and they would take a bite, and they'd, they'd be like, blah, blah, <laughs> like, like spit it in the parking lot. And then finally, the security guards came. It took a while, but like you know, it was like a you know like I mean we I mean we I mean goddamn, we were there for. Two or three hours before this this cop showed up, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> <they're> like, <laughs> That's a lot of free squid. 
It was. And, be, and we were like shocked. We we're like, oh my gosh. These people ate all this? Like, what? You know what I mean? You we were like, yeah, it cannot be the truth. No way. What is going on? You know, but they did. And it was funny. And then they spit it out. And so there's lots of squid. Uh, 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 what do you call it? Squid spit? Squid is always funny. Squid spit. That's a new squid term. Spit. Mm. Oh, That's the name of my band. Squid spit is a good name for a new metal band. You know? Absolutely. Squid, squid spit. spit's what I use for my squid tattoo ink. Squid spit. We should start a new band. Well, quid yeah, spit is quid different spit. because quid the new is like part of a band. dollar or something. It's very English. But squid spit, hard to say, a lot. Squid Just spit, like cacophony. Spit. I feel like you can tell the level of inebriance we're all on by the way we say cacophony. Haha, <laughs> cacophony. Yeah, exactly. I got a song. I already did. I was so stupid. I sang it. I sang a whole song. I'm very embarrassed about it. But I was, I'll listen to it back later, and I'll be like, no, that's not very good. I don't know. That's from our. That's uh, the first single from Sid's Squid Spit. Squid Spit, the new band, the new death metal band by Pamela and Jericho. You're not gonna ever, ever want to spit get out of your house else. ever again, or spit ever again. <laughs> Squid Spit. Squid Spit. Keep your spitting yeah. at home. It's COVID times. Okay. Oh, guys. Oh, shit. Did that was I, beautiful. Did I just put something on this thing? <laughs> okay. So offensive. I have this wacky <laughs> idea that we should. South Americanism? Middle Americanism? No, man. North Americanism? Americanism. <laughs> Which? Yo, we call that show Columbus Style. <laughs> Columbus Style. Now I'm in. Oof. Columbus Style. Actually, we should call it Manifest Destiny. Everything I see, as far as the eye can see, belongs to me. I am white. Everything belongs to me. All of you Native Americans. I used to call you Indians. Is that from something? No, I just sing in songs. What was the first thing? Was that from something? Manifest Destiny. Everything, as far as the eye can see, belongs to me. Yeah, yeah that was like what America was based off of, the yeah, United States. Did you just make that, that up? That's some shit that was preached in churches all over America. Yeah. And so many people believe. Well, they sang so the songs. Oh, purple mountains, majesty above the fruited plains. Da, 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 da. That all the whole thing, it's all manifest destiny. Everything I see belongs to me. Okay. Are you guys ready yeah. for my reality show? Go for it. Okay. So there's this house. Let's call it the the greenhouse. Okay. Lots and, of pot there. And no, no. Well maybe. Maybe. Yes. Better probably. Be. Kick out the greenhouse without weed, motherfucker. Because and then the, oh yes, we'll have many guests guest people come in and like Snoop educate. Dog. Snoop Dogg. Yes, yes, Martha Snoop Stewart. Dogg and Willie Nelson and and Martha, Martha Stewart. Stewart. Yeah. So. Cheech and Chong. Listen. Both this, separately. This, this house, and the contestants are competing to become our president. Oh. We get to see these people for six months or three months. You it's know, Oprah. 45 days. It's Oprah Flavor Flav. Yeah. <laughs> it's Oprah Flavor Flav. But we have to play both. Fucking Kanye. We have to play both. We have to be balanced. Tyra. 
We have to get Sean Hannity and Rush. Sure, Rush Limbaugh. No, fair enough. But you've got Tyra Banks. You've got Kanye. You've got maybe Beyonce, although she'll obviously no, win. No, we're you've not got having Oprah. contestants be celebrities to run for president. No, 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 no. It has to be. They have to be real people, no, representatives. No one will watch this show and nobody yo, cares. Yo, nobody can beat The Rock. Nobody can beat The Fair. Rock. Fair. Rock. Okay, so it's Beyonce, The Rock, fucking um, like uh, Zac Efron, right? Like some... Okay. There's gotta be. Okay, we'll have twelve contestants. One is a celebrity. Nope. One. Half. It's gotta be half and half then. All right. Six regular people. All of them. All of them. Six all regular people. Three. I say all celebrities. Three. Three regular people. Uh, nine three celebrities. celebrities. Stop, yo, no. Yo, stop. 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 No pick regular money. people. Pick. Pick celebrities you think cannot lose. I picked Mr. Rogers. The Rock. I picked the Rock. Denzel Washington. Yes, Denzel. Why? Mr. McMahon. These are personas. Vince McMahon. Vince these McMahon. Are, these are polished yeah, yeah, yeah. WWE Vince McMahon. Oh all right, gosh. all right. You guys. My three are picks. Falling. No, do we all get three picks? Beyonce I go Tyra. My three are Tyra, Beyonce, and Oprah. Three strong. No, Tyra. Tyra has a fucking master's in business from Harvard. Tyra is amazing. Tyra taught me how to take a good picture. She taught me to keep it alive in the eyes. How to smile. She taught me how to walk in a room and figure out immediate. Oh, no, no. Tyra. Tyra knows. Tyra knows when you walk in a room, you figure out where all the cameras are. I love Tyra. She taught me that. When you walk in a room at any party, you scope the room and you figure out where the cameras are so that you know how to never take a bad picture. I love you, Tyra. That's why she will win because she always looks beautiful because she always looks gorgeous. Okay. And they will listen to her because she's skinny and pretty and awesome. Tyra for president. Okay, no, Tyra, Tyra, Oprah, Beyonce. Those are my three. All black women. Yeah. What are your three, Pancake? Oh. The, you guys are falling for it. These are polished personas that are released to the public by publicists. Like our president wasn't. Like our president right now wasn't. So we're already in the same vein of what's already happening. So why not keep it going? What else can we fucking do? I don't trust the persona that he is now, but I would trust Tyra, I would trust Beyonce, and I would trust Oprah because Oprah is going to give everyone a car. You don't think that she's into universal basic income? That bitch gives everyone a car under their goddamn seats. She's like, universal basic income, you get $1,000 a month, you get $1,000 a month. No one will listen to Andrew Yang, but they will listen to Oprah. Who are your three, Pancake? Yo, yo, that's a good, that's so... I'm not. I'm not doing you justice by telling you how true that shit is. That's that shit's hilarious. Thank so you. Rude. Okay, Richard Simmons. Richard Simmons. I agree with that. Um. Richard Simmons. George Clooney. Oh, oh, George Clooney. Person. Richard Simmons. George Clooney coming out with big guns. Pancake. Who's your third? I, if if I could elect a Canadian. Michael J. Fox. All right. Yeah. Sure, because he's got uh, he's got the whole he could do a whole medical thing. He could find. I definitely Michael J. Fox. Absolutely. I don't think he'll win, but I think he's a great. I think he's great to add in there, mm-hmm. just for like, we've got three black women, we've got a guy with disabilities, we've got the most beautiful man alive, George Clooney, who's also a great actor. Uh, I remember him from Facts of Life back in the day, and then Richard Simmons, who doesn't fucking love Richard Simmons. 
Oh my yo, god. Okay, okay. Guys, guys, let's be realistic though. I think my, I think who I pick to be here, guys. I think The Rock. The Rock. Denzel Washington. Yes. Or who's that other guy I pick? Or Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon has no chance. No, 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 no. But Yo, I will agree with The Rock. I'll agree with The Rock right now for realsies. If he ran in 2024, he would probably win. He is likable and beautiful and multi-ethnic and just a good yo, actor like yo, all yo, around yo 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 the, yo the rock is a special motherfucker mm, agreed. Yeah, that, he's, he's a very very charismatic absolutely huge guy mm. but like I, I, like we live in America, yo. I wouldn't be surprised if like some horrific, horrific OJ Simpson shit happens, uh, and everyone's still like, "Man, yo, The Rock is still cool as fuck." The Rock, I think The Rock versus Beyonce would be an interesting uh, matchup uh, for president. Uh, Will, Will is still there, right? Will, this is your room. Who are your three picks? Because we said twelve, so we each did three. So, so far we've got. Yo, you- we can we can go through all of them just to give Will some perspective no, on what he's adding to the mix. We've got Tyra, Beyonce, and no, Oprah. All this. all one name people too. Isn't that funny? <laughs> I chose all one name people. Like I should have said Cher, but she's gonna die soon. So even though she looks like she's still twenty four, <laughs> she's she's on her she might be on her last legs. Her legs are gorgeous, but they might be her last ones. But I've got three one name ladies. We've got from Pancake George Clooney. Uh, Gene Simmons. Gene, uh, not Gene Simmons. Gene. You oh, said right. Gene Simmons. Richard, Richard Simmons. Not Gene. Fuck Gene Simmons. Sorry. Richard Simmons. Don't yeah. give Kiss anything. I Kiss know. has taken enough from all of us. That's true. Come on. That was a terrible Christmas. Uh, and The Rock. Um, rock and roll. Oh no! I, I want The Rock, but I don't want to rock and roll. So mm. who are your picks, Will Keystone? You can't hear us, yo, Will. Your house is on fire. What are the picks for again? We're we're having a new reality TV show where celebrities are all in a house for six months, and then we decide who's the president after. So my three picks are Tyra, Oprah, or Beyonce. That's who I want in the house. Pancake wants Richard Simmons and uh, fucking Michael J. Michael Fox. J. Fox and George Clooney, and Jesus fucking Christ wants uh, The Rock. And Vince McMahon <laughs> and um, fucking Denzel Washington. Denzel Washington. Oof. And Denzel. So right now we have w- one black man and three black women, all with one name, and then a bunch of other smatterings of, of people. And now you get to pick three celebrities that you want to see Vi for the next. No, three, celeb- yo, three celebrities that you think can beat our celebrities. You think they can beat our celebrities? You think you could beat Tyra Oprah? 100%. Yo, mm. Tyra won't get nobody's vote. Oprah's mm. the only one that I'm like, fuck. No one Oprah, listens to you Oprah, unless you're skinny and pretty. <laughs> and she's so pretty and skinny and gorgeous and wonderful. I love you, Tyra. Probably. Yeah, not, but when she talks, everyone's like, yo, put the volume down. Mm-mm. She's so good. I don't want to. You know what I mean? I'd probably like, you know, maybe Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell, fair, 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 fair. can win the fucking election. Yes, Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell is likable and amazing. Yes, yes. Will Ferrell versus The Rock? Will Ferrell versus The Rock, Will Ferrell. Keep going. Keep going, Will Keystone. 
No Probably way. Who I think would be good would do well with the, uh... Who? Who's, uh, who's that guy? Vince Vaughn? What's his name? Vince Vaughn? No, that guy, he has no chance. Fuck that guy. From... No, wait, wait, wait. You're making a movie. You're not trying to win an election. Well. You're trying to <laughs> you no one will even cast him in a movie anymore because his face got really wide and weird. Owen Wilson. You're on Vince the wrong Vaughn. track, Will. Get on the other track. You're going the wrong way. You're going the wrong way! You're going the wrong way! Go ahead. Yeah, I'll help you pick. I'll, well, y'all will. I'll uh, help you. Fergie? Fergie? Tim Burton? What? Who are you? What are you saying? Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. Sure, has a Tom Hanks. Fine, fair. Real uh, shot. Sure. He has a real shot. Forrest Gump has a real shot. Like he doesn't even have yo, to be. Yo, it could yo, just be a yo, character yo, yo, that yo. he's played. Yo, let me tell you, y'all. I'm gonna be real honest with you guys. Doesn't Tom Hanks look like a retarded Forrest Gump? Well, he played Forrest Gump, so of course he looks like Forrest Gump. Like that can only make sense. Nah, he looks like a dumb but why not Gump versus Trump? <laughs> why not Gump versus Trump? Ooh. They're both fictional characters. They both have like failed businesses. I mean, oh. Trump's got stakes, and Bubba Gump doesn't exist anymore. Like, does Bubba Gump shrimp exist? Yeah. Where'd a that bit. go? Does it still exist? I don't know. A little bit. Where are Trump's stakes? They're both failed oh, businessmen. There's, oh, I mean, how about, yo, how about yo, Samuel yo, L. Jackson? How about there are snakes in this motherfucking government? Ooh. And he's going to get these snakes out of these motherfucking government. It's Samuel L. Jackson. He's coming. Get these snakes. Okay. What about Steven Seagal? Nah, too, no, he dyes his hair. No one believes in him anymore. Uh, <laughs> Nah, nah. No, if you want to have like an action superhero, then you've got to go with, uh, I think he's still alive. Um, fucking, uh, you know, he beats everybody up and he's kind of has red hair and he. No fur? No, no. <laughs> Although I'd vote for Louis C.K. Like, I'd be like, oh, are we just going to be completely honest? All that? He's like, fuck all these kids. Dennis Leary? Well, I don't mind him either, but no, he's a thief. He's a joke thief. Uh, no, it's, um, I'm going to do it again, folks. All right, here we go. I'm going to do it again. I'm going to try my song again. All right. Here is my song again. I'm going to try to do it. I'm so embarrassed about this, but I feel like I need to do it. Sam, you are my jam. My jelly and my peanut butter. I'm over the moon and you are a star. If you were my man, I'd worship you unlike no other. Please walk into this room. I'll give you my heart. Gravity feels light enough. Float in the air for an extra second to Ooh, it's my age We'd stay ooh, a while Longer Boy, wish I could enjoy Looking at you My ice cream cone
smoke, good for your smile, I'll laugh at all your jokes. Boy, if I could employ all the parts of you, work you to the bone. Please, won't you stay a while, uh, we can share a smoke. Gravity feels heavier around you. Fall to the earth for an extra second or two. When you smile, please stay for a while longer. Can't I make you understand? There are no rules. Fun, imagine times, and who is cold? I have a solid plan. Of course, I am a fool. I'm forever blind. That's why I am so bold. Gravity does not exist without you. Black hole grabs my soul and it's jamming in my ears or two. When you smile, please stay for a while longer, longer, longer. Oh, it was so soft. It's terrible to watch it. Just gotta pump it up on the volume. Hey everybody, if you're still listening to Mutiny Radio, thank you. Thank you for doing that. I'm scooching over. She has done so much and she's an incredible businesswoman and to not, and just to write her off as a gorgeous fucking person, which is absolutely true, is not fair because- Yo, 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 Pam, 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 Pam. You know who also revolutionized the the Adelie TV? Martha Stewart. Jersey Shores. Yeah, well, but still, I mean, we not trusting no, Snooky with bullshit, right? No, I'm just saying, yeah, and we got and we got stuck with Tyra. They gave her a show, yo, yo, yo. What? Yo, she just likes talking. No, America. her a show. America's no, next top. No, America's next top model is amazing, and it's in like its 28th season. They've had boys, they've had girls, they've done all kinds of things. She's even an amazing photographer. She went from being a model to now being an incredible photographer. Tyra can do no wrong. She's incredibly talented, just like Beyonce, but in a totally different and same way. Like maybe she can't sing and dance, but she can do everything else. Damn. And she's got the business side. Obviously, Beyonce has the business side too. She cut out her whole situation. She's like, "Mm, I can make more money by myself. Solange, get out of (laughs) here. Back up, sister bitch. Like, she knew what was up. Yo, 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 exactly. So Beyonce needs the, no, Tyra needs the network. She she hasn't even evolved in 20 years to get off the network and do her own stuff. Yo, she ain't nothing but a talkative model. Mm. Talkative. Mom. We can we can agree to di- we can agree to disagree on this one because 
Tyra. Tyra. Yeah, she'll, yeah, she'll ruin the election. She'll ruin the election. For, for, for I also uh -huh. say, you know who I missed out? All right. I missed, I missed, I missed my opportunity to say my favorite white person in the whole world, Martha Stewart. Martha Stewart for president right now. Incredible businesswoman. She took what women were expected to do with housemaking. She took that from something women were expected to do, and she turned it into an art form where it made money. Like, she didn't start Food Network, but she was hugely instrumental in making all of that a multi-billion dollar business. And she is amazing. Martha Stewart on the media. Love it. Love her. I hate capitalism, but I love Martha Stewart, and I will eat her pussy all day long forever in my dreams and always. I love Martha. I, I built an altar to her. If you go into my house and you walk in my front door, there's an altar to Martha Stewart right there. There's a beautiful picture of her and little things around it, and I fucking love Martha. She's amazing, and I can't believe I didn't think about her for president, but you know why she can't for president? Because she's a fucking felon, and don't you think that they did that on purpose? They made mm. her a felon. They made her a felon so she couldn't run for president because they knew there would be a reality fucking TV game, and so she doesn't get to do it. They made her a felon. They made it so she can never be president. Political Political you can't run for president if you've ever been a felon. No, you can't even vote if you've been a felon. Martha Stewart can't even vote. And she would be amazing. She's a great businesswoman. She's an amazing – and you know what? She was a model. She started as a model. She also trained to be a lawyer. She chose not to be a lawyer. Martha Stewart's an incredible – more like a lawyer than a model. She was a – you can look up pictures of Martha Stewart in 1972 and 73, and she went to San Francisco – she went to New York to be a model, and she was gorgeous. Real, real, real. No, she just well because she was so smart, she decided to do other things. Hmm. And then she got married uh, and moved to a farm. And then she was like, "Oh, I'm really good at all these things." And she's like, "Oh, a good thing. Oh, I'm gonna fucking TM that. I'm gonna trademark that. It's a good thing. I'm Martha Stewart, and it's a good thing. Yes, yes, yes. Everything about you is good. <laughs> it's a good. Thing. It's a good thing. I love her. Okay, we have three minutes all left, right, and then right, we're gonna okay, tap right, out. All right, yo, 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 yo. You picked Martha Stewart mm. over Tyra. But she can't because be she's a felon. I won't be mad at you no more. In, I won't be mad at you no more. No, no, no. But in a, in a fantasy land where Martha Stewart could run for president, I would say Martha Stewart 100%. But she can't because she's a felon. She served her time. Yo, 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 right, Martha yo, Stewart, Charlie Sheen. Martha Stewart, yo, Charlie Sheen. Winning. No, we can get that expunged. I hope so. I love Martha Stewart. I love her so much. She's my favorite. I want to get a tattoo of Martha Stewart on my arm that's like a beautiful, beautiful picture of her in black and white and like – but also like a mug shot behind it like with the lines that, so it's like how tall she is. But not like her – like with her mug shot where she looked all kind of frumpy and ugly but like a beautiful picture of her. And like that oh, in yeah. front of the mug shot lines and then with like some things around it and oh my god, I love Martha so much. Yo, yo, do you mean like decorating and cleaning her jail cell? Oh my God! I absolutely I would I would do anything for her jail cell. I'd knit her slippers, I'd suck her toes and knit her slippers. I would murder rabbits to make slippers for her. I would go out in the fucking bush and I would set snares and I would trap bunnies and I would rip their skin off to make that soft, soft fur cradle her beautiful, elegant toes. God bless. <laughs> Papa bless. 
Papa bless. And I will thank that bunny. I will say thank you, bunny. Thank you for your life energy so that I can make Martha happy. Thank you so much for your bunniness. And I'll eat the bunny too. I'll eat the bunny. Because that's part of the witchcraft, right? So that Martha will love me. Like I'll make the slippers for her, but I'll eat the bunny for myself. And then Aww. I'll become part of the bunny. And then I, the bar- bunny is part of me. And then I give her the slippers. Two slippers? And she is part From of one me. bunny? No, no. I have to kill two bunnies. Okay. I have that to murder sense. and eat two bunnies. Hoss and Pfeffer is what the... Oh, Hoss and Pfeffer. Let's keep it real. If you're gonna give Martha material, give her the right material. Give her like four bunnies, so she don't. You know what I mean? So you don't gotta be like, oh, need one more bunny. I'll be right back. She gotta wait while I get more material for her. I'm gonna sew it for her. I'm just gonna present them to her. Like I'm gonna kneel at her feet. I'm gonna kiss her. I'm gonna suck her beautiful toes, and I'm gonna slip those bunny slippers on her feet and say, "I love you. Please let me use some of your vaginal yeast for my next batch." I don't I we're gonna have to figure that out it's now the top of the hour yeah yeah so we got we gotta go because we just ended this podcast but thank you will thank you Jesus fucking Christ do you want to say your real name because you've been on mutiny radio.fm live do you care uh, my yeah. name is Arnold Peter but I prefer you guys call me Jesus fucking Christ because yeah, I did die on the fucking cross for you guys that's not a joke I can still walk on water I just have two disciples right now. Usually I have 12. Uh, hit me up. I have openings. Ten openings. More disciples. What's mm, up? Ten openings. Two ear holes, two nose holes, an asshole. And I don't know where those other openings are, but he says he has ten of them. All for new disciples. Thank you. Thanks, Thank you, Will. Will. Thanks, Will. Mr. Keystone on Facebook. Thanks, anyone else who is out. Thanks for you're, listening. You're plugged out. No more, no more fucking buzz. This was no a more uh, buzz. No more podcast, buzz. I guess. Sure, it was a podcast. Sure. Yeah, you could talk. You could still talk to. We Jay can Jay. all. Just you're not live on air anymore. We're, go to bed. We're, whenever you're listening to this, I hope you're comfortable. Wait one second. And I hope I you don't have to, do to uh, go to the bathroom soon. Have a good night. Are you on a raft without a pattern? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of Mutiny Radio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy. All right, Mutiny Radio listener, we have some urgent news from the front Thanks to Wania Thibault of Buckskin Revolution and Season 6 of Alone. Go check her out on her YouTube. She sent me some important Community Environmental Advocates Foundation news. Canadian firm proposes opening Grass Valley Mine. Public comments are due by August 17th, 2020. This is very, very time sensitive in that August 17th is next week. And... Grass Valley, California, Nevada County recently announced that a long-awaited public process will begin on a controversial proposal by Canadian mining company RISE Gold Corps to reopen the historic Idaho-Maryland mine. Located in Grass Valley, the mine last operated in 1956 and shut down due to financial difficulties and diminishing production, yet it left behind a legacy of both a legendary gold mine and a prolific amount of environmental damage. 
the lure of possible untapped riches has continued to this day. As recently as eight years ago, the previous owner, M. Gold Mining, abandoned its second effort to open the mine due to an inability to resolve environmental issues and exhausted financial resources. Now RASE Gold is betting on succeeding where others have failed and has submitted mining permit application documents to the Nevada County Planning Document Department. On Friday, July 17th, Nevada County released a notice of preparation that summarized the project and starts the public review process. Citizens are invited to give comments and feedback on the plan by August 17th, 2020. That's next week. There will be no virtual public hearing. Instead, the public is invited to watch a pre-recorded presentation that will be posted for viewing by July 27th. Citizens will not be able to give verbal comments, but are being asked instead to send a letter with their concerns to the county. Community Environmental Advocates Foundation members have asked the county to extend the deadline on the comment period until September 16th so that the public has adequate time to review the proposal and send in their concerns. Quote, this is a massive and complex project with a permit application of over 100 documents to serve the public interests and assure that all the potential impacts are studied. We are asking the county to provide more than the minimal 30-day review period. Unquote, stated Ralph Silverstein, CEA Foundation President. According to the project documents, mining will take place 24 hours a day, seven days a week. The main access to the mine and processing facilities will be located at the 119-acre New Brunswick site, located at the corner of Brunswick and East Bennett Roads. About 1,500 tons of waste rock and tailings will be processed from the mine daily, with most of it being deposited on-site or trucked to the 56-acre former mine site on Idaho-Maryland Road west of Centennial Drive. Over the course of 11 years, these built-up engineer fill piles of mine waste will cover 75 total acres to heights up over 90 feet. They will be graded on top so that they may be utilized for future development. The mine waste will be transported by trucks making up to 100 round trips per day, 16 hours per day, seven days a week. Quote, I don't think people have an understanding of how impactful this will be to our community. We're looking at a two gravel quarry type operations in Grass Valley built upon two sites covering a total of 75 acres, more than 100 truck trips daily, and all the noise and dust associated with that, unquote, added Silberman, Silberstein. Three years ago, a Canadian firm, Rise Gold, purchased the properties and began preparatory work. A prolonged period of exploratory drilling was a constant source of irritation to the neighbors due to the round-the-clock noise, and numerous complaints were filed. Already, cons conservation organizations, local residents, and community groups have expressed concerns about the mine's impact on air quality, noise, traffic, groundwater, local habitat, and threats to domestic wells in the area. The proposed highly industrial mine site is surrounded by residential neighborhoods. One major issue from the previous effort to open the mine was the impact of dewatering the miles of underground tunnels, requiring pump, pumping 
out 250 acre feet of groundwater into South Fork Wolf Creek initially, and then perpetually pumping after that. All of this water must be treated to remove pollutants. In addition to the impacts proposed uh, of the proposed dewatering, the plan indicates that a long stretch of the creek will be encased in pipes to act as an underground storm drain for the entire property. Quote, we are concerned about the nonstop discharge of large amounts of water from the mine into the creek, unquote, stated Jonathan Keene of Wolf Creek Community Alliance. Quote, South Wolf Creek should not be treated like a storm drain, Keenan added. We are concerned about chemical pollution from mining operations and about local wells becoming polluted or going dry. Residents of the area also expressed concern about the impact on their neighborhoods, quality of life, and home values. The proposed buildup of mine waste rock and tailings on the main Brunswick site backs up to rural residential neighborhoods where people have settled seeking peace and quiet in the natural setting amongst trees. Quote, when we bought our home, the nearby Brunswick site was zoned for light industrial, which didn't concern us. But to open this mine, they needed to rezone it, which will change the very nature of the area we live in, stated Christy Hubbard, a resident of Grass Valley. And like many of our neighbors for miles around, we live on a well that produces the sweetest water and costs practically nothing. It's not clear to me that any expert could absolutely guarantee we won't lose that. Strong local opposition to reopening mines is certainly not a new thing in Nevada County, but recent history raised the level of concern to new heights following the opening of the Siskon mine in 1995. After posting a significant bond and gaining assurances that the wells in the area were safe and the impacts of dewatering the mine, a permit was granted, only to find that within a short period of time, wells were sucked dry and rendered unusable. Quote, water is the most precious resource in our foothill communities. In the mid-1990s, as a result of the Siskon Gold Corporation operators, we lost numerous residential wells on the San Juan Ridge due to catastrophic dewatering of our aquifer explained Sol Henson of the San Juan Ridge Taxpayers Association. This included the loss of the well at Grizzly Hill School, the primary grade school of the ridge. Since that event 25 years ago, Grizzly Hill School still has to treat its water for contaminants as a result of that mining activity. Much like the dewatering plan proposed by RASE, Siskon promised everything, and then suddenly our wells were ruined. We hope history doesn't repeat itself, unquote. The notice of preparation is available on the county website. That's at mynevadacounty.com 3054 Environmental Impact Record. Again, that's www.mynevadacounty.com backslash 3054 backslash Environmental Impact Report. Information on how to submit a letter to the county can be found at cea dash nc.org mining now is the time to make sure the county is right asking the right questions about the idaho maryland mine the mission of the community environmental advocates foundation cea foundation is to perform research education and advocacy to promote public policy and actions resulting in responsible land use and environmental protection in nevada county and the sierra nevada region all right wolf creek community alliance wcca is a volunteer run 501c3 nonprofit organization focused primarily on cleaning up Wolf Creek and restoring this neglected community resource to a condition of optimal health and integrity. 
for the benefit of all its human and wildlife inhabitants. That's at wolfcreekalliance.org. And the primary purpose of the San Juan Ridge Taxpayers Association is to promote the environmental, social, and economic well-being of the San Juan Ridge community located in Nevada County, California. California. So thank you, Wania of Buckskin Revolution, located in Grass Valley. Uh, she was in Season 6 of Alone. She lasted 73 days in the wilderness. She now teaches ancestral skills in workshops. Right now, I, I believe she's working online, but she's done gatherings, and she's just an amazing human being. So thank you for sending that. Wania, again, that's Community Environmental Advocates Foundation, and try to write a letter before the 17th of August to um, shut down, not let the opening of the Grass Valley Mine happen again in Grass Valley. So check that out. Thanks again, Wania. And we'll be right back with more Mutiny Radio stuff because the stream's back up. friend I wrote this song uh, my turn-ons are satin sheets and the way champagne tickles my nose and I love to peek outdoors listen you should follow me on Twitter it's jokes to Carl the French duh not the oh, oh, duh. let's watch a That's the name of the podcast, the Twitter account, the YouTube account. I don't know. Just type it in your search engine. It stands for Let's Watch a Full Length Movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman and Carl. Hi, Carl. Hi, Mike. You called it the name of the podcast. It's the anachronism. Well, we want people to type in L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T so they can find it on iTunes. Correct. Simple, easy uh, peasy. Oh, I'm really excited. We have none other than the Countdown King, Paul Brumbaugh. Hi, Paul. Hey, Mike. Hey, Carl. How are you guys? Bonjour. Bonjour. I hope your COVID's going Bonjour. great. And from the sounds of it, I could hear you wearing your mask right now. That's very good. <laughs> yes, absolutely. While I'm washing my hands. Happy Corona. Yeah. Now, Mike, I think you should do our Happy first stuff. commercial. Well, we are sponsored by Mutiny Radio. FM, where we stream live every Sunday, 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. We follow a show on noon called The Edge of Insanity, hosted by Paul Brumbaugh. Paul? Who's with us? Well, who's with us? So if you're listening to Paul's show live, you you get to hear Paul again. Right. In theory. Right, Paul? Right, Paul? Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm so excited to hear my voice not once but twice. <laughs> Yeah, we could do that every Sunday. Uniradio.fm uh, has a great lineup, and all the shows are on podcast. If you go to that website, or take it to pcrcollective.org, and from there, there is a podcast archive, and you can hear all of Paul's show, The Edge of Insanity, all of Carl and myself's show, L W A F L M O Y T, 
And all we ask is go to Venmo and donate to the station at Meet Me Radio. Or if you want to be a big man, go to GoFundMe, type in Meet Me Radio in the search, and fucking fund this new fundraiser. Uh, we need to raise $5,000 uh, by September. So, you know, let's do it. Anyway, that's, that's our ad. Anything else, Carl? That is our ad. You know, you can go to mutinyradio.fm and hit the donate button. You could go to Venmo. Venmo. Just do it. Yeah, to, uh, do it. Do it right now. <laughs> or let us go fund me. So we are going to let us watch a full-length movie on YouTube. Carl, what is the movie we are watching? Okay, today we are watching Cyborg 2087. Cyborg 2087. So if you put C-Y-B-O-R-G... 2087 and then 1966 you'll find it and the channel we like is Chaz D now Chaz is so cool he's got two Z's C-H-A-Z-Z and then just the letter D it's just Chaz in it <laughs> alright so that's simple enough what a simple uh, plain basic show tonight Cyborg 2087 uh, parentheses 1966 hosted by Chaz D the Chazzy. Chazzy. And uh, we watched it. Click the link. You know how YouTube works. Hit pause. Move the slider to the left so it says zero, zero, zero. All right? All right. Paul, would you do it? Hey, you know what? I, I I think I know who Chazzy is. Really? You know, that's his DJ, that's his DJ name. That's Charles Darwin. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, that explains a lot about uh, the movie tonight, I guess, and what we're doing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he could definitely yeah. tell right. the from 1966. There you go. Well, yeah, oh, this movie is from 1966, although it takes place, I guess, from the title. We'll have to find out. In 2087. Well, the cyborg is from 2087, and he goes back to 1966 to get shit straight. So let's do it. Let's okay, do, I thought let's the movie count, do the descending numerals guy, the count of counting. Go ahead. Your intro, uh, Mike. Oh, oh, my intro. Okay, well, I, I just have the pleasure. Will you please welcome, ladies and gentlemen, the countdown king himself, the maestro of descending numerals, Mr. Sunday Afternoon, Carl's Man Crush, <laughs> Mr. Watchman with the Clock. Will you please give it up for the countdown kickoff, Paul Brumbach. Thank you very much, Mr. Houston. I've got a problem. All right, here we go, folks. Let's do this in true COVID style. Put your little little digit. We say the digit right over that triangle, and let's do this thing in three, two, one, go. Explosions up front. I'm excited. Cool. Wow, fireworks. I Getting my money's worth. Ooh. Yeah, that's right. I remember going out and seeing fireworks. Don't let people fool you. It sucks. Look at that modern city. Jesus, how much money did they spend on this film? Wow, yeah. They must have paid the painter a lot. Look, It looks like in the future they was... finally discovered the triangle. <laughs> right, they built a lot of buildings using triangles in the future. Oh, look, there's the Jetsons. Oh, right. Yeah, that's what I was going to think. Is that the Jetsons? Oh, his, his uh, daughter, Judy. 
Jane. Uh, Jane, his wife. Jane, his wife. Chubby Johnson. Daughters, Judy. Wow. Anyone, uh, ding. Troy Meltdown. Ding, ding. Bah. A lot of... A lot of all-stars. A lot of people in the future. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I know. The population really really explodes. I mean, you have Ted Ryan and Joanne Gaylord. On one billing, right? Yeah. Ah. Man, the future, it looks like everyone's still sheltering in place in the future. No one's outside. That's right. It's not a very animated city. I guess they don't need airplanes. Oh, yeah, why need airplanes where you stay inside? I always wondered about flying cars, like in the Jetsons or Back to the Future 2. Wouldn't they hit each other? Right! Stay in your yeah. lane! I know. But if you had a garage, like you see that uh, apartment on the left-hand side? It looks like they all have garages on each floor. So if yeah. the cars fly out? That's a two-hovercraft garage. Ah. Uh. Franklin Adrian. All right, let's see some animation. Let's right. see some movement. Now this claims, it claims the year 2087, but if you look at that technology, it's 20, it's 1966. You know, this could be a parallel universe, Carl. Did you think of that? The cyborg might be from an adjacent universe. Correct. I was thinking the same thing. Oh, that is the cyborg, believe it or not. That ugly potato sack? Yes. Look at that. The potato head is handsome. Right. <laughs> now he's getting in the suppository, uh, and he's going to twirl around like a globy thing. As if it's trans... Did he talk to Orc? Right. See the... Does he the talk globe? to uh, Orc? Right. Yeah. Oh, cool. That's the on light. The one on the right would go on to do MASH. Was it the guy with the uh, suspenders? No, that guy's nobody. Look at the suspenders, man. 2087 <laughs> silence. I wear suspenders to keep my pants down. That's how horny I am. <laughs> uh, she's uh, uh, a oh, do you wear on Flash. And she was in the Night Strangler and Scream of the Wolf. and Oh, she's a counter. Cool. All right, here we go. If Paul's still here, uh, don't get jealous. Uh, he, he dumped, he dumped. Oh, oh, under right. arrest! Something's gone wrong and Klaatu knows it. Oof! Is it his Klaatu? Oh, look at she's deviant. I'm gonna right. send it, oh! So pleased. Yeah, I did it. I turned the nozzle or the uh, Move the lever. I don't even know how to. Whatever we do in the future. With the Star Trek sound. Oh, now we're at the Old West? Yeah, we, you'll see in a minute. By the way, the voice on the oh, computer, goes, I think it's the Star Trek. Oh, yeah. there it is. Oh, he showed up in a Western set. Yeah. This is great. We could shoot another movie while we shoot this movie. He's on the Paramount lot. Listen to this voice. It sounds to me like Star Trek. Oh, well, it has to be. It's 1966, Carl. I mean, I'm sure, like, 
some nerd said, well, let's just see what's on channel NBC. Right. This is the year that Star Trek launched, and there's a lot of Star Trek connections. And Ascot. <laughs> you got to cover that neck. You don't want to show it. Does he have a cyborg neck, like his in machinery? He's... Tell me, Carl. He's got some cyborg... You'll see when they get there. Just like the Terminator, he reveals his parts, right? But they look so cheap. Yeah. Listen, if I was a uh, cyborg, I would request that when I die, I would be cremated. So I would, my toxins would pollute the air. Because <laughs> the machinery would like snapple. <laughs> right. You're a Terminator. Like the six, yeah. If I was a $6 million man, I'd be like, listen, cremate me. I don't want you to salvage my fucking parts. But you spent $6 million, we're done. Terminator 3. Oh, you know, there's Terminator Dark Fate, which I don't know, you know, I haven't seen yet. I haven't gone to piratemovie.com like you to watch a movie. That's exactly right, Mike. That is exactly what I did. You're right about that. Piratemovie.com. Well, I... The Universal Studios tour, sorry. (laughs) I won't say the name of the site because you get very upset like you're Justice League. Yeah. Yeah, we don't need the pirate movies. They're on YouTube. There's a company uh, letting it slide. That's exactly right. Okay, now the movie is going to make its first fuck up, I think. Like, he's in the wrong place, clearly. Do you think? Oh, so he wanted 1950s. So he's like in the Old West instead of 1966. You know what they called it back then? West. The West? Yeah. <laughs> well, the pretty new West. <laughs> yeah. Where are you going? I'm going to New West. They changed that slogan years ago. It used to be, go New West, young man. Infant, go New West, young uh, embryo. And then by the time he became a young man, it was the, really the New West. Like uh, New Hampshire. Oh, man. This... New... Did you know that New Jersey was established 1669? That's not exactly so new anymore. Well, have you been to Jersey? <laughs> Look at this place. I gave this place a Airbnb two-star. Right. I gave this a one-star rating on Yelp. Okay. Here's the first fuck well, up I... movie. He sees the calendar. Okay. 1906. This is when I think he should freak out like I'm in the wrong place, the wrong time. But his memory is in the right place. I just think it would have been a great little moment in the film if he Yeah, I did just say. He flipped if he flipped that, but it seems like he, he comes across. Yes. Your mashed lady <laughs> put the dial in the wrong year. Instead of 1960, it was That's 1906. Right. 1906. Now this guy here is chubby. <laughs> Let's play you his audio. Younger generation. I love that beard. Yeah. So this guy is Chubby Johnson, and he, like, Appeared beside Slim Pickens and 
I don't know this guy, Gin Big Boy Williams, but the point is he was one of them. Like, so, well, in Tarnation, you know, character actor guy. Yeah, oh, absolutely. He was in. So this is a quick day of shooting. Yeah. Oh, was he really? Yeah, and you know, support your local sheriff with James Garner. He was in that. So he just kind of they called him at the lot and said, "Can you go to yeah. the set and and talk to a cyborg?" Yeah, All yeah. right. Well, now look, you see the German Shepherd and you see the red Jeep, right? Yeah. At the end of Terminator. Uh -huh. Sarah Connor is at the gas station in a red Jeep with a German Shepherd. That's no coincidence. Well, is, I don't know. This is all weird. time travel stuff. It was a coincidence of a time traveling killer robot and a, and a dog and a red Jeep. Right. Okay, so right now we have one of those fake, fake growling, I'm ferocious, when you could tell the dog is a puppy dog. Do you think it's like uh, the Wolhem scream, but they have like a Wolhem right. scream for dogs? <laughs> Every time you do that, Frank Welker gets a paycheck. Do you remember Benji uh, did that voiceover? Uh, what, that was in the book you read, the um, Hollywood Dogs That Drink. Benji was the one that did the the Wil Wilhelm growl voiceover. Yeah, right, and no royalties too. And you're not when you're at the Famosa Club. Finosa bar on, on Sunset, you just don't bring it up. <laughs> You'll freak out in Hollywood. Now, on you, Hollywood. See, you see how Chubby's got a gun, right? Yeah. Okay. He's been carrying that gun all, all day. Now, look, they hear oh. somebody, right? The dog is hurt, but it's not obviously from somebody. Now, look, he pulls out a freaking gun. The guy's got a gun in his pocket. It's 1910. It, it's not. It's nineteen. Although that hat. They didn't come in in a horse. It was it a is. jeep. Oh, wait a minute. So you're saying that he showed up in a prop house in six? Oh, no, the house is that old? He, yes, this whole town is a ghost town. So it's 60 years 60 old. 60 year old ghost town. Right. That's just, I can't conceive of that idea. <laughs> well, it happens Nobody touched the property in 60 years. Okay, now here's my question. Why in the world do they want to kill some hobo? They want him out of the ghost town. For what? You can have a ghost town if people are squatting in your ghost town. Now watch him zap him. Now you see there's no ray that comes out of his gun. You see that? Yeah. But later we'll get rays. Why did he... Well, it just started. Maybe it has an ionized on Earth. Right. What yeah. I don't get is the guy, that guy didn't even draw. He didn't point his gun at him. He <laughs> shot first. Yeah, I know. Can I get an ionized charge? My ray gun is really low. <laughs> so look what Klaatu does, this son of a bitch. He steals the fucking Jeep because he's on a mission. He, well, that's what the Terminator does. He just grabs what he can. You know, your leather jacket here, your motorcycle there. Your clothes, your boots, now. <laughs> Bill Paxton's like, uh. <laughs> Let me guess, laundry day. <laughs> By the way, we actually did the movie The Terminator on our podcast because Yahoo Movies had it for free and we 
watch. You know, it's it was the, one of the greatest movies ever. Next is yeah. a Terminator Two. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then yeah. And then the rest of the Terminators, you know, whatever. Your your distance may vary. Hey, I like to get wash your car, sir. Now the guy this is, is like Sam Gilmore's Jeep. What are you doing? And what in tarnation? So the guy just like oh. He he just asked for directions. He was like, "Can you direct me to Future Industries?" I mean, as if he would have no GPS, right? Well, we've gone from Ghost Town to fucking cool ass Dinerville. <laughs> this is really any any town, California. Now look, Clatching California. Listen, did you say the last the uh, last day on what? Hmm. I keep calling him Clatu because of this famous movie he was in. Oh, yeah, The Day the Earth Stood Still. Right, exactly right. And there's your buddy, Sam uh, Wilk. Uh, what's his name? Oh, Sam Wilson. Sam Wilson. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And it's from our last film, the Elvis one. Right. So I, isn't his name like Wendell right. Crane? Right, that's exactly right. Because this guy, and we should mention this up front, if this movie was on Mystery Science Theater, I apologize. It's never our intention to do a film that's in a Mystery Science Theater. But his films have been on Mystery Science Theater, The Agent of Harm. And uh, is Wendell Crane is his name? Uh, no, Sam Story as Sheriff. They just call him Sheriff throughout the whole thing. Gotcha. He's the Sheriff of the uh, – oh, I've seen Terminator. I know what happens to cops in the first movie. <laughs> 